you a fucking cat, man. He like pulls out a broom. I've been calculating wrong this whole time. My speed's 40, not 30 every time. 40 times 5, 120. So it came out the same anyway, okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> How is that possible? <laughs> I'm stupid. <laughs> so let's start with the information check then, since that's on everybody's mind. So let me just pull up my thing, yeah. All right, so everyone can make an insight check. And you can do this once per hour. And this is basically the results of you kind of wandering around town, talking to people who look like they might be explorers or adventurers or uh, people with wisdom. Pretty good rolls. <laughs> <laughs> Hovered on one there for a while. <laughs> and I rolled back on another one. You know everything. I'm like, First time drug buyer, he's just walking around. He's like, "Hey, <laughs> you know where I can get some, some smack?" <laughs> Gator, here's your kind of rumors check that you got. So, a ruined city lies up the river Tass, the past Cahokla Gorge. Supposedly, no one has explored the past the gorge, but that's not true. It's just that the few who made it out alive mostly kept quiet about what they found there. I have it on good authority that the ruins are guarded by a naga, who is both wise and generous. So the that river and that gorge is listed on your map. This is what Dennis gathered. The Order of the Gauntlet came here to cleanse the jungle of undead. They lost one of their encampments not too long ago. They're just barely hanging on to another one. I see their emissaries all the time heading up the river uh, Sloshan Star and canoes to get more supplies and Templars from Port Yanzaru. So this is the information that Tuck got. <laughs> <laughs> The great god Uptao loved mazes. If you happen upon a maze of any kind, trace a path through it, and you'll earn Uptao's favor by doing so. And Uptao is the uh, god of chult and god of dinosaurs. And here's what Rekt got. Birdfolk inhabit a monastery that hangs on the side of a plateau many miles up the Olung River, past the Laughing Gorge. The birdfolk are holding the last royal heir of chult as their prisoner. A lot of stuff that would have been, you know, related to Huck. Had he still been alive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tell me about it. Yeah, well, he's not. <laughs> when you get, when I saw that, I was like, oh, the plot strings. <laughs> and then he died. With that, with that role, can I get any uh, information on the stuff that Dennis specifically is looking for? Yes. Yeah, so related to that, you could not find any information about someone who had seen or knows anyone matching that description or, uh, however, you do get the information that if there is one person that would have seen someone come into Port Nyanzaru, uh, that would be the harbor master, Zindar. He's the first person that anyone sees when they enter the port. Okay. And uh, you'll, he's easy to find because he's a half gold dragon. <laughs> oh. Not dragonborn, half dragon. What the hell is that? Dragonborn is a species, while half dragon is what happens when uh, a dragon. This I gotta see. Dominal pain is what would happen if a dragon fucks a person. <laughs> Some of the uh, the uh, more powerful dragon types, they have polymorph, mm-hmm. so they can polymorph into human form, and they come and get frisky, and then they turn back into dragons and leave. Or a human fucks a dragon. Maybe a human polymorphs into a dragon, and then goes and fucks dragons, right? All right, so... <laughs> Lots of dragon fucking going on here. You spent an hour kind of like shopping doing all the stuff that you mentioned before, doing some information gathering. And as you're still in the, the Grand Sock, it is midday. You can see the evaporation of rainwater as the sweltering heat chases people to find shade. Archibald, feeling sick again from the teleportation, wanders off to the inn that you heard about earlier, the Thundering Lizard, to recover. And in the midst of perusing the Grand Sock, a stern-looking Cholton woman, flanked by a beautiful Cholton man and woman dressed to the nines, approaches you at the stall. When she speaks, um, she seems to be uh, very calm and contemplative, but almost to the point where it feels menacing. And she says to the group in general, as you're kind of a mass there, she says, Well, here you are, the good Samaritans who downed my finest racing dinosaur. My name is Huayothe. What do you guys do? What's your reaction? I-, I wasn't trying to hurt it. I was trying to bring it down. She just kind of stands, staring. He was a bad boy, so we... T- Treated him like a bad boy. She takes a moment and turns to the two behind her and she says, These just sounds like excuses. They're excuses. You should have got a better rider. She'll kind of grin and nod. Yes, that much is true. And to whom, may I ask, are we speaking? Quayote. 
I mean, that's, I mean, yes. And who are you? She gets this really annoyed look on her face. And the two, uh, the two individuals flanking her, they kind of snicker, they kind of cover their faces a bit. And she's, uh, and she'll just like point to the stall that's immediately behind you, where you have like canoes and the insect repellent and things like that. And she's like, "You're buying my gear." We're buying our gear. Mm-hmm. So, gold, <laughs> labor. How would you like to repay me? Sexual favors. The male, as soon as you say that, the male behind her kind of leans forward and like whispers something in her ear, and she kind of nods her head. She'll look at the group over once more. Where are you from? Big land. Transported away. She's speaking common. Oh, I'm trying to speak Cholton to her. <laughs> <laughs> How does her common sound? Is it broken or? It's fluent, yeah. I'm from Baldur's Gate. Ah, the coast. And then the female behind her will also kind of lean up and whisper in her ear again. City guard, baby. And she says, you took out my best lizard, and there's almost no bets coming in for the evening race. I'm going to lose a lot of coin today because of this. Perhaps your animal should not have attacked its rider. That's all part of the game. The rider fails to control the beast. The beast collects the reward. What about all the people that would have got hurt on the streets? Kind of looks confused a bit. She's like, you've never been here before, have you? Nope. I'm sure you didn't see any of our guard rush to the rider's aid when that happened, did you? Nope. I just assumed they were jerks. <laughs> and then the uh, the male behind her will also lean forward again and kind of whisper. And then you'll see the female kind of come in right a couple seconds later and they'll start whispering to her ear again. And uh, she'll get like kind of a devious looking grin on her face. What? Do you ride? And Gator says, ride what? And she kind of raises his eyebrow and she's like, dinosaurs? Oh, I thought you were referring to sexual favors again. I have yet once to refer to sexual favors. <laughs> now you've done it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a game trying to make Jeremy break character is what we're doing. My counterparts have suggested that a way to raise some interest for the evening race would to have it run only by foreigners. Hell yeah. Let's do it. I'm good at everything. I can fucking do it. <laughs> I like your confidence. <laughs> What about the rest of you? Come on. Gator just like scratches his armpit and he's like, you got something big enough for me, I'll ride it. Just to show you that I'm better than whatever you already got. Rubbing his racing. <laughs> I'm not going to be riding anything. And I take a few steps away. <laughs> hmm. How unfortunate. You were the one that dealt the killing blow, weren't you? Yes. Your point being. He'll turn to Tuck. And what about you, Tabaxi? Don't know. That last one was a real naughty one. Well, if you have a, a not-so-naughty one, maybe I'd consider... You know, the bulge kind of, like, reacts to the... Like, pointing towards the left. And she looks kind of disgusted. And then the female behind her will kind of lean forward and whisper in her ear. You, you assume maybe she's explaining. You got a sore throat? And uh, you'll see the female. She'll kind of, like, turn to you and she'll kind of... Uh, kind of do like this kind of fake half-ass like kind of covers her mouth and kind of giggles things you know like Japanese geisha or something like that and then you're going to hear a voice in your mind it says no my voice is fine thank you he's just like looking back and forth like what just happened she's like alright well we'll have the three of you and then you'll be cheering from the sidelines I guess she'll just look to Dennis I said no. nothing of the sort alright and so you don't have to cheer on your party <laughs> do what you wish now if we win what are what... What are the terms if we win? If you win, well, privately, I'll consider your debt paid. But publicly, uh, there is a prize. But it's chosen at the end of the race by myself and a couple of the other princes. Are we forgiven of our debt just for running the race? Yes. Okay. Additionally, Indar here, and she gestures to the male behind her. Indar is responsible for all, all of the bets taken on the races. So if you wish to gamble as well, talk to him. Gator just looks at him and says, Yeah, he looks like he would be. Rex, Rex will nod to Ixis, I guess her name is going to be. The other girl. Mm-hmm. What does she do? Ixis does whatever she likes. How you doing? <laughs> she kind of smiles very playfully. and She speaks out loud and she says, I'm doing fabulous. Oh, wow. She speaks common too. Hell yeah. Quietly will then interject very quickly. You have three hours before the beginning of the race. Meet at the Golden Throne. There you can choose your mounts and prepare. Indar will be there to take any bets if you have them. 
Ooh, I hope I get a cute one. Tip right now, in terms of your bidding. And he just kind of like swings to take a look at the whole crowd, and he's like, You can just take your money, and you can just put it on Gator, because I don't lose when I decide to play. Can you give me that charisma check? Yes. Twelve. Ooh, pretty good. You notice several people in the crowd hear that and take note. They start talking to each other amongst themselves about it. Can I get introduced to my beast so I can uh, practice a little bit? I don't want to be riding on some, something that don't know who I am. Indar will reply and he'll say, Yes, you can follow me to the Golden Throne. I can show you what beasts are available. The Golden Throne. He like narrows his eyes at Dennis. Excuse <laughs> me? Oh, I'm sorry. I enjoy poop humors. Any man. <laughs> and he and he gives like this scowl that seems very out of place. <laughs> so uh, she'll turn to walk away and quite quite with they will turn and she'll just say, um, don't disappoint. Hope not to look foolish for allowing a bunch of you outsiders to race. Hey guys, that'd be a good name for our group. The outsiders. And then uh, as they're walking away, they'll all turn their backs. And then Gator will hear in his mind one last time the voice of Ixus. She says, I'll be rooting for you. And he kind of looks disturbed again and then he just like points at her and he's like i'm gonna take a man sweetheart i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna turn to gator outsiders i want to be insider <laughs> up top brother <laughs> and gator's just like yeah. top just smiles and rolls his eyes and just boys will be boys <laughs> just bends over <laughs> 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 So you have three hours until that starts. What are you going to do in the meantime? I'm following to the Golden Throne. I, I want to get, you know, like an advantage for when I take my races and whatever, maybe. I hate cheaters. You didn't notice yet that Rep doesn't cheat or steal? <laughs> I haven't looted a single body. I want to go talk to the Harbor Master. So the person that sent me for that book, they're in town, mm -hmm. right? Talk would probably go, want to go meet them to uh, discuss. Oh, yeah, shit, never mind. That was supposed to be part of your role earlier. <laughs> that you rolled a one on so you go around asking the same circles that you did the first time to talk to this person and can't find any trace of them um you heard that they left with a group of similarly dressed individuals that went into the jungle fuck with me like man how am i ever gonna learn magic and the guy you're talking to is just like i don't fucking know yeah, it's just some like random like shopkeepers like get away from my stall <laughs> We're talking out loud. Yeah, fucking cat man. He like pulls out a broom and starts <laughs> trying to shake me away. Shoo, shoo. Wrecked is going to Golden Throne. What's Gator doing? I guess he'd probably go with Wrecked since they're going to do this wacky race. I guess uh, probably just go around handing out flyers. If you want to, there's three hours there. If you want to spend that time doing more info gathering or whatever, you can make another insight check. That'd be probably a pretty good thing to do. Okay, so for the next hour doing that, go ahead and give me another insight check. And while that's going on, and while you guys are moving to the Golden Throne, yes, going to Harbor Master. So you approach the dock. You can see there's a line of ships, Dennis, um, and there's ships farther in the harbor waiting their turn to port. And lots of people milling about, most of them Choltons. But sticking out like a sore thumb is you see this seven-foot humanoid dragon with uh, these kind of, as the sun's kind of, the highest point of the day it's kind of like shimmering off of his scales a golden he's got these black talons and black long claws uh he has these large golden fins that stick out of the top of his head and he has almost these like flesh-like whiskers that drop from his face he's got this white silken robe this blue sash and he's got these gold coins and different uh, jewelry adorning his, his person and clearly the one in charge there's a uh, different individuals running up to him. He's got like this clipboard kind of thing with a piece of paper and he's got a quill. He's like marking things off, talking to people as they come in. Off the boats. What do you do? I guess I just go up to him and say, uh, excuse me, are you Harbor Master Zindar? I'll say, I'll say this in, Ch in Cholton. I'll start in Cholton. So he'll pop up and reply in Cholton. And he's got this weird way of speaking because he doesn't really have lips. Uh, <laughs> so it sounds very aggressive. And he says, yes. That is me. Oh, perfect. Uh, and I, I, I consult my phrase book here. Uh, I'm looking for yellow hat. He'll cut you off in comment. Speak plainly. You're wasting my time. Oh, perfect. 
Well, I'm looking for a man in the yellow hat. And perhaps if he had a companion, I, I let that linger with him. Do you know of any such visitor in the past few days? He'll flip through his papers. Say, do you have a name? Vessel. I I look around. He keeps flipping through as you're like just thinking. Look at my uh, my shoelaces and aren't there. Uh, no, no name. I think, but any, I believe he would have used an assumed name. His, uh, his visual, his appearance is striking, however. If you'd seen him, you'd know. Can you make me a, uh, a charisma check real quick? I want to see if you notice something or not. You're gonna fail this shit. Hold on. <gasps> oh, baby! Ooh. So you Woo! do notice. Snack 20. Alright, so, you can feel like an outside presence in your mind. Like something's probing your thoughts. And you'll hear Zindar speak up and he'll say, Why didn't you just tell me you're a harper? I didn't feel that was important. Is the yellow hat dangerous? In many ways, yes. He is dangerous. I also believe he he might possibly be connected to this uh, this problem that we all share recently. What with this? What with all these dead people? Someone with an unusual hat came to port <laughs> a day prior. It was not normal. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because it was larger than regular hats. I did not allow him to port. I probed his mind. He had ill intent. So what happened after you didn't allow him to port? That day, there were many reports of pirate activity in the water. Only he did not complain of such things. I grew suspicious. I sent him away after he refused inspection of his cargo. Do you know in what direction he went? He'll just point out to the harbor. And he says, the only way into Port Nanzaru is through the Bay of Chult. If he is trying to get here or inland, there are only two other entrances, Chahaka Bay or Refuge Bay. And if you have time, I have one more question. Yes? Please, do you know of a... Harper agent named Artist Cinder. And he'll pause and think. And I'll and I'll and at the same time, he he appears to have a a companion who may perhaps be one of your kind. <clears throat> I do not know the name Artist Simba, but perhaps I have seen another that looks similar to I. He was green scaled. Green scaled. He smelt like honeysuckle. Honeysuckle? Are you writing this down? Of course I am. I'm a harper and a sage. However, this was very long ago. This tracks with my investigation. About how long ago, would you say? Fifty years ago. <laughs> I may recon this later, but it was a while ago. Okay. Long enough. It's early morning. Cobwebs. Can you give me any extra information on this green-scaled one? A name, or perhaps do you think do you think he was dragonborn, or perhaps was he one of one of yours? I heard someone refer to him by the name Dragonbait. <laughs> and Dennis finishes off with a flourish and circles the Dragonbait name. Hoppa. If the one you seek is involved with the pirates that plague our port, you should know there is a bounty. Yes. Pull out my notebook again. Give me all of the information. There are three ships plaguing the waters. They are called the Dragon Fang, Emerald Eye, and the Sturge. The bounty is 2,000 gold per each ship, or 500 gold for each of the captains. All right. Well, that's interesting. Zinda, we got a problem over here. One final question. One final question. One final question before I go. The man in the obscenely large yellow hat. Did you notice any of his crew? Was there what was there a woman with him? There were women, yes. Women, you say. Many women. Okay. Not oh, as, not as, not especially helpful, but okay. I have problems with my peas. With your peas? Do you need to see a doctor? Are we done? Yes, we are done. 
Thank you for your time. Good day. At the Golden Throne, you see this uh, large stone building with a massive dome in the middle. And the building is, the dome itself is encrusted and looks like in gold leaf or something like that. You can see Indar. He is there and there is a, uh, they're in preparations for the race. So they're putting up like a flag. Um, they have a lot of the beasts kind of tied up in these pins. They look mobile almost. Like they, they're not always stored here. They're just bringing them here to get preparations for the race. There's going to be, uh, there's like a course that's going to run through the whole city basically. There's going to be like different stages. Or, and each stage you're going to make a check. You're going to make an animal handling check. Each of the dinosaurs or that you have the options of, they're all, they have various stats, but they all have a, a movement speed, right? Just like any NPC or any creature. So if you succeed your animal handling check, they will advance their movement speed. Uh, if you fail your animal handling check, then nothing happens. And basically you just lose ground to the other dinosaurs. And then after all of the checks have been made, uh, there is a, a certain target number. And whoever gets to that target first, uh, basically wins. You can also try to move at a higher listed speed by lashing the animal furiously, <laughs> is the way it's written. Uh, and in this case, you make an animal handling check with advantage, but the dinosaur may or may not be able to withstand the beating. And it has a separate check that it'll make. And depending on the dinosaur, some of them can take a beating better than others. And there'll be some other checks I'm going to throw in along the way. What do you want to? What do you guys want to do? Like, what's what's your purpose of like checking out these animals? Like, I wanted to practice riding on it, so that way I would get used to the animal, and the animal gets used to me, and perhaps you know have some kind of bond that might help in the race. Since you're doing as well advanced in the race, I think I think you'll get a, a good feel of how easy each one is to handle. And by taking the time to do that, I'll let you know what the DC check is. But uh, it's I'll give you like an hour per animal, so you'll be able to mess with three apiece um, during that time. <clears throat> Gator's gonna narrow it down by the ones he suspects can carry his weight. They all could carry your weight. Okay, then the coolest looking one. All right, so there's an Allosaurus. A Dimitrodon, a Hadrosaurus. You know what all these look like, right? Sorry, I'm not years old, so I don't know. <laughs> you're, not, you're not even pronouncing them right. How dare you? <laughs> well, how do you have how do I, what do I mispronounce? Which one I mispronounce? All of them. No. <laughs> I know I said Allosaurus, right? <laughs> like paleontologists that are listening right now, being like, "Oh, I can't handle this anymore. I'm done." <laughs> I can't. <laughs> yeah, any preschoolers are pissed. Uh, I came here for the narrative, but I can't stand the pronunciation. <laughs> I play this like every day, guys. <laughs> Jurassic World. <laughs> so he's doing the Demetrodon. What are you doing, Rekt? Which one? Uh, the only other one that's bipedal and carnivorous was the Allosaurus, right? Yeah. So I guess I'll, I'll hang out with that one. Uh, I think Dennis is just going to do some more information gathering. All right. Give me insight check. Can I soup up my Demetrodon? I just want to put like spinning rims on it. Is there like enough that we could both have Dimetrodons, or is it just one available? If you want a Dimetrodon, you can have one. Looks like we're going to be double Ds. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so you're both going to take one. Gator just says, nice choice, brother. Tuck uses his hand for a high five. He goes, up high, and then thrusts his hips out and goes, down low. And then his like, <laughs> kind of like waits for his lower hut. <laughs> I'm going with Deinonychus. I would ask Indar about, like, what kind of road rash rules can we use? Like, what can we get these dinosaurs to do during a race? Or is it just on us to do things? Like, are there, like, accessories for the dinosaurs? Or do I just, like, take a bag of sand with me and, <laughs> like, to, like, toss on people? Carry rocks in my pocket to throw at people? Or Why would you want to throw rocks at people while you're racing? Faster! Get them out of the way! Oh, you mean the other riders? You're yeah. talking about the spectators. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> yeah, those with the proper skill can get some of the more aggressive dinosaurs to bite or snap at the other ones. But that's not good sportsmanship. Oh, I agree. 100% agree. Totally. Where, where can I get some, like, beefaroni around here? The Red District. That's where I go to get meat? Yes. A certain okay. kind of meat. So what I wanted to do with this hour was I wanted to like gather up some stuff to use during the race, like dino treats. Okay, that's fine. My, yeah, cool. My idea is I can throw meat or something to distract other dinosaurs. Yeah, that's a good idea. All right. Maybe Tuck is going to. So Tuck, 
Okay, so it's just going to be us and this Indar person. It's the three of you, three other Chultons, and another foreigner. I guess I kind of want to check out the competition. Mm, all right. See what, they're, see what they're riding. Indar will just say, the Chultons haven't arrived, but the other foreigner's here. And he kind of just points around the corner. As you round the corner to check out this guy, uh, the first thing you notice is the smell. It smells like rotten eggs. Like a big waft of it just kind of flies up in your face. You can see uh, Triceratops. And you can see, like, as soon as you're on a corner, it just takes this big shit on the ground. And you hear this voice. Uh, he's like, whoa! Ah! And you see this small, elderly-looking halfling that seems to be preparing the... Uh, preparing the triceratops he's like brushing it down does the triceratops need brushing <laughs> you think this to yourself <laughs> so gator is gonna paint big on one side of his animal and gator on the other side of it and then um on its face he's gonna paint its face the way that ixis face was painted with like a circle on the forehead and like a line on its bottom lip she go with a blue triangle <laughs> God damn, what will Romalia think? Get the fuck out of everyone. <laughs> the inverted blue triangle, yeah. Yep. I think it's an undead dinosaur. Oh yeah, for the last hour, I just want to do another uh, info gather. What's the what's the return rate? Oh yeah, can we find out the odds at least? Yeah. So first, your competition. Let me uh, let me explain it real quick. So let's do this uh, interaction with uh, Tuck and this halfling. Hello there. Ooh, you startled me. That's a mighty fine beast. And uh, he'll like take his hand and kind of like just rub it off on his shirt and smack the triceratops on the ass and walk over and sticks his hand out to shake yours. He's like, "Hey, this is old Tumblr. My name's Gondolo. Nice to meet you." Just kind of does like a puree, like do, do, and then like uh, reaches down to shake his hand. Pleased to meet you. I'm Tuck. And then like kind of like he he like puts his thumb to like point to himself like I'm Tuck, but his also like his bulge is in unison with his hand and like kind of like bends up to point to himself. He's like uh, almost half your, not half your height, but because you're kind of short anyways, but he's getting a, like a pretty close, like uh, the distance between your crotch and his face <laughs> is not that far. <laughs> so it's very aggressive for him. And he kind of like just kind of takes a step back and he's like, ah, uh, Tuck, hey, uh, aren't you in the circus? Oh, you recognize me. That's right. The amazing cat man with and he kind of like points down below. And he's like, yeah, the thing. <laughs> he's like, yeah, that's, it's mesmerizing. Ugh, I just, uh, you know, whenever I go there, you know, Pharaoh always telling me, he's telling me, he's like, Gondolo, don't stare, don't stare, don't stare. And I just, you know, I just keep staring. Just can't take, can't take my eyes off. It's, it's amazing. And he just, I just kind of like, you know, leans in close and just says, that's the whole point of the show. And then like winks at him. <laughs> and he kind of gets like a little flustered and he's like, oh yeah, that's what I was telling Farrell. <laughs> oh. And he kind of looks up at the sun. I, I and won't he's like, tell the missus. <laughs> he's just like lean forward and wink and he's like, no missus to be told. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he, he then like looks up at the sun and then looks at his uh, dinosaur and he's like, if you don't mind, I got to get my ride ready. I'm in a race today. Yeah. Well, you guys look like you're super fast. And he kind of scratches his head. How do you guys so fast that's, that's mighty kind of you to say but honestly it's, this is only my second time uh kind of short on funds uh pharaoh and i have been working as guides for a while but uh it's been business has been a little tough so we gotta try to make some side money thumbs over to the dinosaur hmm. i think we might be needing some guides if you're needing them some money and he kind of like his eyes just bulge and he's like you don't say well wow i'll have to Tell Farrell about this. He'll be thrilled. Uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're we're guides. Me and Farrell, my my better half. He's not here right now. He's gonna be cheering from the sidelines. But uh, yeah, what kind of uh, where where are you headed? Well, we're gonna be heading into the jungle. But you know, it's a real sad thing to see this race. It's really important for our mission. And uh, well, if we don't win, well, let's just say we're not gonna really need any guides. So, um, <laughs> let's hope that we win. Oh, uh, I, I see. I, I don't normally do this kind of thing. Uh, can you make me a persuasion check? <clears throat> what, race fixing? Strange yeah. thing. <laughs> hey. 
I wish I had thought about this earlier. I would have used my three hours pretty much to just <laughs> fix fix this race like, from the beginning. Okay, 11. Uh, so he says, uh, well, I mean, I, I guess I I could do something, but you, you think you can you can hook us up with the gig? I mean, if, if I do this, I got to make sure we have a work on the other side. Well, yeah, you know, you know what they say. You scratch my back, I scratch yours. And then he, you know, he does like a little like scratching motion. And then his bulge, you know, copies the motion of like, like scratching. But it's, it's like at his face level. So it's just like. Very mesmerized again. And uh, right. Yeah, I know that expression. Uh, all right. Can't believe I'm going to do this. Okay. Well, yeah. So after the race, uh, I'll introduce you to Farrell. Then, then we can talk business. Oh, I've never won, uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but um, dinosaurs don't like it when you hit them too much, and the one with the pointy teeth—if you hit them too hard, they might hit back. So I'd be careful of that. And uh, I heard that there's uh, some guy who hasn't raced in a long time that's racing today, and he's got like a T-Rex, uh, not a big one, you know, just kind of a, a smaller one, but uh, kind of uh, dangerous. So be careful of that too. Well, that hardly seems fair. How is someone like us going to be able to go against a T-Rex? You're telling me, brother. Oh, geez. Look at the time. And he gives him, like, a little wink. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, well, we'll look forward to talking to business. I'll, uh, I'll make sure to... Ugh. How am I going to do this? And he just kind of like, turns around and looks at his uh, triceratops and goes back to getting ready. Uh, Dennis, did you say you are making another insight check? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Give me that. Ooh. There's a good Woo! one. I'll give you two. A lot of 20s today, man. Damn. So if you hit up the Tiriki River about five days by canoe, you'll see a stone spire to the east. Natives call it Firefinger. Terror folk nest there. And if they spot you, you're in for a fight. Long ago, a peaceful tribe of fisher folk called the Aldani angered Uptao by catching and eating all the lobsters in the river. As punishment for their greed, they were all <laughs> transformed into monsters that dwell in the Aldoni Basin. Oh, I can, I can feel for that. What if you eat lobsters in a maze? Now that an hour has passed, it's race time. And you wanted to know the odds, correct? So, yeah. So the odds for that big T-Rex that I just mentioned before, the young T-Rex, uh, that's the seven to one odds. I guess some of the hype that uh, Gator made before the race had an impact, and Gator has five to one odds. Regardless of mount. <laughs> wow. three to one odds is going to be uh gondolo and his triceratops but that means that he's favorite i know wow could he have been lying <gasps> and the next three positions are going to be uh the other cholton riders next down the line is going to be tucked who has one to two odds and Last is wrecked. Uh, the highest payout, so one to seven. I want to bet money on myself. All right. <laughs> How much? Pete Rose. <laughs> you can bet. This is like regular betting, so you can bet on anything. You don't have to bet on like this guy wins. You can bet on something else too. You can make like a prop bet. I bet that three of the dinosaurs will be drugged. <laughs> I bet a certain Turbaxi comes in last place. All right. I want to bet. I want to bet 10 gold that the T-Rex eats something, a person. That's got to have a high payout. It's the most likely, it's the most likely creature to do it of the ones that are racing. So, but death on the race is not super common. So I would say, I'll give you like, I don't know, 10, 1 to 10 odds. So you're only going to make 100 gold. Yeah, More than you have, Dennis. better than, <laughs> better than <laughs> having only 10 gold. <laughs> And I don't even have that. I'm going to bet on me to win. You're betting on yourself? How much? Five. Five gold. Five gold. All right. Rex to win. Just for fun. And, and to make, right. uh, and like when I do it, I want to, because it goes to Indar, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I'll play along. There's five on me. <laughs> Actually, instead of the, uh, instead of the 50 gold to bet for myself to win, can I, I want to put that gold where it's betting that that gondola dude's going to lose. <laughs> All right. That he's, that'll come in last. All right. That's what I thought you were going to do. 
Yeah. <laughs> so fifty gold, fifty gold pieces for him to lose. And okay, you guys ready to roll? Do it to it, Lars. Stone. <laughs> Rockin' stone. All right. So a large cheering crowd is assembled at the Golden Throne to watch you line up with the other dinosaur racers. The beautiful and mysterious Quayote addresses the crowd, establishing the rules and describing the course, which is marked with bright paint on the street. She wishes good luck to the riders and shows off a prize, a sack full of gold and a golden key. Is it the key to her chastity belt? Any preparations, anything you do right before the race starts? Definitely going to fill up a little a little pouch of sand. Gator's going to try to intimidate the other riders, even though he's probably like lowest ground out of everybody. All right, how do you do that? How do you intimidate him? I guess he'll try to like get his beast to like roar or wag its tail uh, aggressive way while he's hollering. Do these have names? It it would have a name, but if you want to yeah. name it, you can change it. I'm just gonna call it Till, like my lizard. Till, all right. Yeah, and uh, I'm gonna give him like a piece of that meat that I got. Like, hey, buddy, here, have some of this. More for you after you win the race. Hey, do you want to do an intimidation check, Gator? For thing. Dennis wanders the food stalls looking for a snack and then realizes that he doesn't have any money and so he just looks sadly at, a, at every food stall as he walks by oh my god wow <laughs> wow $20 so Gator's just on top of his beast just like in a full body flex and just like leaning down towards people and like barking at them <clears throat> and the lizard's tail is just like making space behind it kind of like almost moving in unison with him and all of the all of the other like riders all their you even wrecked in and tux your dinosaur they all just kind of like reel back for a second and you everyone's got to kind of kind of control them all at the same time as they all get spooked and uh, tuck can notice that the gondola the halfling you can see him he just gives you a look like what the fuck <gasps> and uh you can see like a his khaki pants you can just see like this dark spot start to swell that, is there any rules, like things that we can't do? I mean, do we have our weapons? Could I like stab someone if I'm close enough? Uh, part of the rules is uh, there's no weapon. <laughs> this isn't like you know jousting. Um, if you want to try to sneak that in, you can. That'd be kind of a sleight of hand kind of thing. Yeah, I want to sneak in my dagger. All right, you don't want to stab him now though, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> just walk by and just poke everyone. Let the air out of there. Let the air out of their legs. Stab Indar right now. (laughs) He's just sitting behind the desk. Ah! Poke every every dinosaur in the lung. (laughs) So we'll start the race then. So a horn blows and a rider's tear off, heading on to an elevated walkway above the merchant's ward, where a throng of people cheer from below. So as you pass through here, first you need to make your animal handling checks. So everyone make those. I'll make mine on my side. I'm going to use my inspiration. Oof. All right, then. So as the as you guys start the race, I think this one, Jordan's the only one that cleared it, right? Yeah. Looks like it. Yeah, Jordan's the only one that cleared it. Uh, oh, wait, no. Tuck, you're on a Demetrodon, too. So your check is uh, eight. So as you guys start off the race, bizarrely, Gator and Tuck just, like, blare out in front of everyone, and they're in the lead. Uh, the two slowest dinosaurs have gotten some sort of footing and gotten advantage on everyone. As you guys are coming over this, uh, this walkway, uh, the guy on the T-Rex... He's going to like run his T-Rex over towards Wrecked and he's going to give you like a just clearly intentionally bump into you. And uh, I need you to make a deck save. Yeah, I'm going to use my inspiration. Okay. okay. Uh, you just make it. So he bumps into me and I kind of start uh, leaning over to the opposite side like I'm going to tip over. And I'm like, oh, grabbing the air. <laughs> Pull myself back up. <laughs> And he gives you this kind of like this shitty grin and he just like keeps pushing his uh, T-Rex forward. And uh, next, the dust clouds rise up behind you, behind your mouse as you tear around the Grand Temple of Savras that you guys know. So I'm going to move the marker up towards the Temple of Savras on the map. Uh, the domed roof that resembles an unblinking eye looking skywards. Happy priests line the streets ready to cast spells. I need everyone to make your uh, make your animal handling check like you normally would. And for tucked and wrecked the two that made your checks i want you to make one more additional animal handling check boom okay so as you're rounding the bend tucked is, doesn't make it but wrecked is able to get himself in a good enough position where he gets a, a spell casted on him by one of the priests you get cool guidance 
cast it on you. So you can roll a d4 at any time uh, during this race and add it to your check. Cool. So you round the Temple of Gond, where many clever water-powered contraptions are on display. <laughs> a number of water jets spray intermittently across the course and streams. So everyone make your animal handling check. <laughs> Fuck. My rolls are so shitty over here. All the other riders are not going nowhere. All right, so these water jets are shooting across. Uh, so an additional check I need you to make is the, everyone needs to make a deck saving throw. Damn. Oh, nice. Jesus. Lift <laughs> <laughs> splash, I was taking a bed. All right. So uh, Rex and Gator are blasted with these water jets, but you're able to stay on your mount. What does that look like? What do you do? Gator just kind of like waves his arm in the direction of it and barks at the source. Tucked, you are hit right in the chest and just you stay stationary and your dinosaur keeps going forward and you're knocked off uh, by the water. And basically, uh, you are going to lose uh, half your movement that you gained on this check as you take time to like get back on your mount after you get knocked off. However, one casualty in the rolls that I made, uh, as you guys are <laughs> rounding the corner there and the water jets are going off, uh, totally not intentional. Gondolo, the halfling, gets just blasted right in the face. I rolled a one on his check. Uh, <laughs> blasted right in the face, and he just does like a backward, like a backflip, basically off of his dinosaur, just tumbling through the air, and just slams into like a bunch of barrels in the streets. A bunch of people like pick him back up and try to throw him back in the road, but he's he's well behind everyone now. I just wanted to give my dino some more meat. You throw it up to him as you're kind of racing around. He's very alert that you have meat now, so he can just snatch it right out of the air. Despite getting knocked off of his uh, his ride, it looks like Tucked is in the lead of everyone. <laughs> Tucked. And, uh, wait, do I keep saying Tucked? <laughs> I'm not trying. I, I, I'm saying Tuck. It's just the way I pronounce it. I don't know. It's your accent. <laughs> it's just the image in my mind is like, it's Tucked. So I just keep saying it maybe. I don't know. So you are about to race underneath an elevated causeway that leads to the Temple of Sune. Beautiful followers of Sunni are ready on the overpass, preparing to dump shiny things on you that will make you appreciably more attractive. So everyone needs to first make your animal handling check. Okay. Come on, sea biscuit. Yeah. Damn, Damn another twenty. Yeah. All right. And another one. Good lord. Okay, and additionally, <laughs> you need to make a another dexterity save for everyone. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> two! A two, and a two, and... A five. <laughs> Lord. A five. Uh, so all three of you get blasted in the face with glitter. Where's the strippers? Gator just starts clawing at his eyes like... Rrr! I guess Tuck would be, like, sneezing. And so with all the glitter in your eyes, and it's not just you, a couple of the other riders are also hit with the same amount of glitter. Um, you guys are effectively blinded up until the next section, so you're only going to gain uh, half your normal speed. Um, however, though, one rider that had managed to dodge the, uh, the the glitter buckets is the guy on the T-Rex that tried to mess with Wrecked earlier, and he kind of starts to pull up around the corner. Right now, it looks like positioning is Tuck is in first, Wrecked is in second, Gator is in third, and this... Uh, Dinosaur, the T-Rex guy is right behind Gator, like right on his ass. So next, you guys round the corner and head towards the Merchant's Ward. Crowds line the street on either side. This is actually where you guys first came in when you teleported mm -hmm. in. Uh, crowds line the street on either side, and suddenly a cloud of flying lizards swoops out of an alley from your left, zooming directly in your path. So I need first everyone to uh, go ahead and make your animal handling checks. And if we pass, half movement. Yep. Fuck me. Ron Seabiscuit. Yeah. It's not even worth using my guidance. But now you got to deal with the lizards. Yeah. So everyone needs to make a, another deck save. God, hopefully I get a better roll this time. Hell not yeah. doing too well on these deck saves. Oh, damn. There we go. Now Brother. You guys 20. <laughs> I guess you guys learn how to be nimble. Nice. Uh, okay, finally. you guys all clear it. All of you guys managed to get through the lizards. No problem. A handful of the other riders, their dinosaurs are distracted as they snap and try to eat and catch the lizards as they pass in front of their face, including the T-Rex guy, who, maintaining uh, his pace and doing pretty well, slows him down a bit with the lizards. Uh, so right now, the placing is... Aha! The T-Rex guy has passed Gator, 
and is right alongside Wrecked. Tucked is still in the lead. So next, you will be riding through the Old City. Your dinosaurs roar through as you ride through the gates of the Old City. A huge crowd looks down from an elevated walkway that connects two of the ziggurats. You will need to make sharp turns as you round the fighting pit at the Executioner's Run. You can't help but to notice there is a crabby triceratops lurking in the pit. Handling handling checks. Man, look at this one guy's talk. Big rolls. I'm not even like tracking the guys that have like not passed the check yet. <laughs> ah. Okay, so pass for Gator, pass for Wrecked, fail for Tuck. All right. Oh, you know what? I've been calculating wrong this whole time. My speed's 40, not 30 every time. Okay, oh, so we me, are so. at the uh, we're at the sixth stage. So just multiply the times that you have succeeded by six. Yeah. And yeah. add that. 40 times. I only failed one. 40 times five. 120. So it came out the same anyway. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> How is that possible? <laughs> Rex takes the lead. <laughs> it's just, it's just the party racing amongst themselves, more or less. Um, the T-Rex, he made his check. He is at 140, so he is right behind Rex. He runs past Gator and Tucked. When he runs past, I try to knock him into the pit. Ooh, yes, you can. All right, make a strength check. Jeremy was hoping for that. Drink. Hoping for someone yet to add live a little bit. Yep, strength check. I was gonna, I was gonna drop a pile of meat just now. Yeah, go for it. At 20. Well, oh, that's oh my damn. Let's say Gator, maybe his height makes up for the difference in how short his dinosaur is relatively. So he just like, when the guy's like coming up alongside of him, kind of like checking his rear view mirror a little bit and playing it cool. And then when he gets right alongside Gator, he just grabs him by the neck, snap mirrors him over into the pit off of his dinosaur. Just like pulls the, from the back of his head forward, and his body has no choice but to follow because of Gator's incredible strength. But not only that, his technique. So yeah, the guy just flies through the air end over end. His T-Rex kind of stops and uh, just dead stop in the middle of the road. And when a guy falls into the pit, you can see at the corner of your eye that uh, cranky Triceratops like just looks at him like, "What the fuck are you doing in my pit?" And just starts stomping. And looks like it's getting ready to charge on him. Uh, Dennis. Can you make me a um, a perception check? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely nothing is going on around me. <laughs> Where is everyone? As you're watching, you know, you're kind of looking around, just observing the race and everything. You, you occasionally watch your surroundings. There's lots of people you bump into them. And the next thing that you notice when you look down, you notice that all of your arrows are missing from your uh, quiver. All of them. Oh, no. It's like with my girlfriend's cell phone. So that guy's in the pit. He's trying to escape the Triceratops. The, this guy is effectively out of the race, it seems what's, like. And it looks like it's just up to the party. What's his T-Rex doing? What's his T-Rex doing? Is it eating people? <laughs> <laughs> He's agitated. I guess we'll see. Maybe I'll roll a D100 later to see how that turns out. Because you guys are running Maybe around like the corner. D4, right? <laughs> 25% chance. <laughs> no, it's how many people did he eat? <laughs> so you rocket back into the city proper and head right inside the Grand Sock. People sit on crates and animal cages rooting you as you navigate the narrow lanes between the fully stuck stalls. So give me your animal handling checks. And then, uh, let's see, as you pass through there, there's just a shit ton of items all about. There, you can see like Tej, there's a canoe, there's monkeys around. Um, and you can also see that there is a, uh, a T-Rex, a young T-Rex that maybe belongs to somebody that's just kind of sitting there alone with a mount on its back. Maybe it belongs to like an explorer or something. Do you guys do anything as you pass through here? Can I lasso it? I want to jump on the T-Rex. I didn't say I wanted to. I only asked if I could, so I am not going to do that. He's going to jump. So as you pass by, you're going to have to like, yeah, leap from your ride onto that thing. Make me an athletics check. Or I'll give you acrobatics too. Either or. 17. Okay, so you make it. Stereotypical, like, movie where you see, like, like, maybe, like, a guy on a horse trying to catch up to, like, like, another horse. And <laughs> the other horse is, like, wild or something. And then, like, like Tuck gets, like, stands up on the back of this, this dinosaur and is just, like, waiting, waiting. And so, like, gets close. And then, like, jumps. 
And then, you know, you just hear this music like do 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 So when you land on the T-Rex, I need you to make one more additional animal handling check to get him under control. Ooh, someone was going to hit Eight. 20. So you're able to control him, but not immediately. So you're going to lose a little bit on your total, but you can you can ride him. Guess who gets eaten? <laughs> you still win the bet, but you get eaten. When Gator sees uh, the Catman jump across to a new mount, he's going to decide to start whipping his ride, get a speed boost. Oh, shit. All right. So we'll do that on the next one. Um, so now you head towards the arena. The finish line is in sight. The stands are completely full of cheering citizens who stand up as you get in to get a better look at everyone as you pass through the entrance of the uh, arena. So we'll go ahead and give everyone give me your animal handling check. Gator, if you're going to whip them, you can do it with an advantage. I want to whip too. I'm going to whip. And I'm going to use All my right. guidance. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, damn. <laughs> For Gator. So you're whipping your ride, and he's just totally into it. Totally unfazed. And he just, like, plows forward. Let's see what the T-Rex does for his con save. And he makes his con save. So, uh, Tuck, you're going to move 100 instead of 50. Holy oh, shit. Hmm. Damn. What? Okay, so Tuck's in the lead. Now you have one more check, though. It seems to be one final obstacle right in front of the finish line. Uh, everyone needs to make a additional animal handling check to get your dinosaur to leap over a 10-foot water trench. Can I throw my boy some meat for advantage? Uh, I'll give that to you. You just throw all the meat at him. Good. I needed it. <laughs> okay, so clear, clear. Basically, everyone clears. No one falls in. As Tucked passes through the finish line, beautiful scanning-clad men and women cheer you on and hand you a gleaming medallion as you pass through the finish line. The crowd starts to chant your name. Tuck! 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 Your dinosaur, your T-Rex, roars triumphantly and regards you with respect. That bet that I made earlier about T-Rex eating someone, that, that could be any T-Rex, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, probably a T-Rex in the race would be uh, the stipulation there. So if you want to send your T-Rex to eat someone now after you won, sure. <laughs> well, I'm not evil. That's tempting. But uh, uh, I guess Tuck just like stands on the back of the T-Rex as it goes through and everyone's cheering and then like Tuck's just got like both his hands in the air like yeah and then uh, you know holds the medallion up, the medallion up and then like like pins it pins it on his crotch and then <laughs> the crotch kind of goes up to show off the medallion <laughs> of course it does <laughs> The in-game atmosphere and music in this episode was provided by Sirenscape. 